Welcome to the family with Ruff W. Basham, Hackmaster. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And I'm going to join Ravelry. You guys know what Ravelry is? Ravelry? Like Ravelry? Ravelry. R-A-V-E-L-R-Y. I'm going to join unraveling. it. During the segment today, I'm going to join the 8 million other people oh. on a knitting site. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. That now has announced it's banning support of Trump on the quad. Knitters unite. Knitters unite. It's hilarious, all these things. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly, Blue Book Excellent, whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can't apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Who's more Hollywood swinging than Kristen Burt? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> she plays this on her iPhone as she's walking down I Beverly. I landed from Chicago. Yeah. What did you have, a 45-hour delay? <laughs> what was that? You no, know, it's crazy. I flew out to Chicago on Friday on American and had uh, we went back to the gate three times, deplaned oh. once, oh. and we're, we were about four hours late. I flew home on United and our first plane went down for mechanical failure. They got us a new plane. Oh, um, and then we went back to the gate twice, and we were six hours late. Wow. So no one could want to be on any flight with me to Chicago. Were you flying into O'Hare or Midway? Uh, into O'Hare. Oh. Okay, it's usually so a little better than Midway. Midway has tons of delays. What do you, so what were you doing in Chicago? Visiting family. Uh, it's not, I heard you joined Ravelry, the knitting club. Is that true? <laughs> Chicago that chapter. would be such a huge lie because I'm the worst when it comes to arts and crafts. Did you hear about this? And again, this is not political. It's just how ridiculous the world has gotten. So this is not a political statement at all. <laughs> knitting site announces it's banning support of Trump. Ravelry boasts 8 million members. Eight million knitting members of Ravelry. So basically, they said uh, that that any any mention of Trump on their website is a support of white supremacy. Clearly. Well, now you well, know why all those guys are wearing stocking caps. That's right. Still in the summer. Yeah. See, there you go. So yes, uh, basically, the president of Ravelry Knitting Club, Kristen Burt, with us today. 
I'm the president. <laughs> no, 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 you're not the president. You're the president. Yeah, there's the president of Ravelry. Of the Knitting Club. Yes. Of the Knitting Club. That's exactly right. Um, I'm with you. I can't do any of that stuff either. I don't have the patience for it. Another- I can't stand it. I'm like, someone else do it. I- I'll hire someone to sew a button on for me. I just don't care. <clears throat> Why do why do the, no? Let's let's go back just for just for one second, just please. Why do the the fellows in uh, in Jamaica with the hair? Why do they put that in the in the bag when it's so hot there? They put it in one of those wool bags on there when it's so hot in Jamaica. That makes doesn't make a lot of I sense. I never did understand why you'd want all that hair in Jamaica. <laughs> That's right on here. Oh. Hotter than hell. Well, I don't think they have much choice with the hair. The hair's just well, you cut it short. Oh, you well, just shave it off. True. Well, yeah, I think see. it's a cultural thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a religious thing for the it Rasta is. people. Yeah. They like oh, is it? Hair. Just like the beards for the Mazda. They like the beards, and then the Amish like the beards, too. Yeah. And a lot of- I love that. You can't believe in my God unless you have the right appearance. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you're what? usually copying somebody. Right? Our timing lately with that vacuum outside mm-hmm. has not been good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting on to choice to one other quick st- Yes, it really is. <laughs> Um, isn't that a vacuum? I don't know yes, what it is. I yeah. believe it is. Sounds or, like it. Or a weed blower. Sounds like it. Or, you know, leaf blower. I've used a leaf blower to clean out my car. <clears throat> Just yeah. open, do, they, <laughs> do they make sure <laughs> to listen great. and go, oh, they're on now. Let's go vacuum. Yes. Uh, okay, so, Kristen, just one other yeah. quick thing. And I'd like to find out, is there anybody out there that doesn't make really psychotic or stupid uh, responses to questions? Is there anybody left? Because basically, I don't think so. <laughs> you know about this E. Jean Carroll situation? She's she's accusing uh, Donald Trump of rape 23 years ago. But here's what I don't understand: Which side would you take if the woman said a lot of people consider rape to be sexy? That's what, what she. Oh, she said a lot of people consider rape to be sexy. Uh... And then Donald Trump asked about her. Said, "Well, she's not really my type." Could you say anything dumber from both of you two people? No. I mean, you morons. Wow. I yeah, you know, and I read the I read the article um, with Eugene, and I just think that um, his response is really idiotic because your first sure. response should be like, "Hey, I didn't rape her, probably." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> probably, and, you know, <laughs> probably. I mean, I'm saying probably that's what his answer should have been. Um, oh, I but, see. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> not that he probably, yeah, you know what I mean. And then uh, on her side, I don't think it helps her case saying that some people find rape sexy because no. anyone who's going to <clears throat> doubt her story is going to reference that quote. No yeah. question. In, yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was included in the article and she said it. So that, that diminishes her argument for the people that are never going to believe her story one bit. I just don't understand why people have to... I would say, literally, if the press came to me, I would say, you should talk to Chris Maddle. He's my lawyer. Talk to him about it. Then get back to me. Right? I would think so. I would think you don't want to implicate yourself in any way or make a dumb comment back about it. Right. You'd think he'd he'd know by now. I mean, he's been doing this president thing well, for a bit of time. But he can say whatever he wants and nothing will happen. Well, he's he gets the a lot. Well, he gets yeah. a lot of backlash. Yeah. Is what he doesn't he gets. care. Well, just like playing too much golf, you know. Maybe he should lay off the Twitter. <clears throat> just, just an idea. Yeah. You know, do don't get off that and just do your job. Do your job. Get some rest. Do your job. Make good decisions. Uh, just worthless. Okay, so I want to see how you respond to this because 75,000 people were asked the following two questions. 75,000 was the sample size. All right, president of Ravelry Knitting Club, Kristen Burt. (laughs) Chicago chapter. (laughs) Would you favor paying higher taxes to relief, uh, fund relief of college debt? Would you favor paying higher taxes to fund relief for college debt? Uh, Would you? My answer is no. I paid off my college debt. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's um, debt that you take voluntarily, so why should it be relieved? Yeah. That's Plus, exactly right. can anybody get the fact that we already give the universities and colleges tons of money? Tons, tons of billions tons and billions of, of dollars money. in tax money. The yep. people that they need the need financial more. aid, that qualify for financial, for financial aid, they get financial aid. 
Now, if my dream is to go to Harvard or my dream is to go to some, you know, $100,000 a minute school. And if you fit the template. I shouldn't you have to fit the template. ask other people to pay for that for me. You have to fit the template, which means I'm out because I'm a honky man. No Asians and no uh, whites. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, right I, went, I went to NYU, which is extremely expensive. I worked three jobs while I was in college. Uh, to make sure that I could help pay for my schooling. I did have scholarships and things like that, but I did also take out student loans, and I paid it back, and I paid it back early because I didn't want it hanging over my head. Um, but college has risen even more astronomically, and I think we need to be talking about why tuition is so high versus yes. the student loan right. issue it, or, like, forgiving debt. Right. And, I, and I really think you've touched on something, uh, which is personal responsibility. Yeah. There you go. You know, you sense that you had a personal responsibility for this loan, and you did not want it to hang over your head. You wanted it to be out from underneath it. And that's something mm -hmm. that's not talked about with regards to uh, uh, political preference, because there are liberal thinkers and conservative thinkers that really focus on that. And it's a key part, mm -hmm. and it's really a key part of overall political philosophy, if you think about it. And adulting, so, as they say. Adulting, yes. That's exactly right. It. Uh, so, Kristen, you are in the big, big club saying no, and Catherine and I financed her college education, Andy's college education, and Alex's. We paid for all of it. So we've already paid for three people to go through college and didn't dump any of the debt on anybody else, yeah. right? Okay, right. so you said no, you would not favor paying higher taxes to fund relief for college debt, right? Correct. Eighty-six percent of the people in the United States agree with you. Of course they do. <laughs> so, and the other fourteen percent are in college. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Well, and why should people that don't go to college pay for people to go to college? Yeah. More, they already do. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> make a whole lot of sense. And if you choose to go to trade school, oh, why shouldn't you benefit in that tax? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, boondoggle. And by the way, those mm -hmm. questions were from MSN, Microsoft News, right? Yeah. MSN. A large sample size of 75,000 people. They asked one other question. So Kristen Burt, president of Ravelry <laughs> Knitting Club. <laughs> I'd support yeah. stipends for people going to trade school. Well, oh, yeah, I would Anything too. that funnels people away from the current academic, you know, right. juggernaut. Yeah, probably true. So Kristen. Would you favor paying higher taxes to fund universal health care? Yes. So you would. Okay. Yes. 68% of people said, no way do I want to pay for somebody else's health care. Okay. So you, well, but well, we already do, once again. Yeah, yeah we, we already do that yeah, anyway. We're already so. doing that. But, well, I will, say, I will say this. I will say this. Um, in California, and, and this is going to become a it's a gig economy in, in California. Lots of freelancers. I already pay for my own health insurance, so I understand the struggle right. of how expensive it is year after year. Because most employers won't hire you for they won't make they won't make you an employee, or they won't hire you for the thirty hours uh, per week that you need to get your health right. insurance. So they skirt the issue, and um, so. I mean, I am able to afford it, but I always incur rising costs. Each year it goes up and up and up. Yes. Um, so I understand for people who can't afford it what their struggle is and what those medical bills look like. And I think our system and our healthcare system is a hot mess. So, so, so. You, you know, I think that, Christian, you are, once again, personally responsible, and you have, you have, cho you have chosen to pay for health care insurance. There are people who choose not to. Right. And their money goes to alcohol, well, cigarettes. Well, right. I mean, right. that, I mean right. I, I would love not to have to pay for it, you know, honestly, right. but I, I understand that like health is a gift, honestly. And any, and especially living in Los Angeles, a car accident is common. Let's be honest. And yeah. you hope that yeah. it's not a serious one, but that's, that's in the back of my mind. That's what I worry about. Yeah. Well, it, it, once again, that, and that's, and I guess that's the thing is that you know, whenever this healthcare business comes, I see patients who have a variety of, of things they brought on themselves and to, fund their the complications of that personal choice and that behavior is is, is very odd to me I, I i yeah they need care they get care but you know mm -hmm. you know to, to let them have a new couch a new flat screen tv cigarettes alcohol and then have to pay for their then and pay subsidize their health care is just odd it, it doesn't make sense to me yeah, well, it'd be question. good paying for universal health care if it 
didn't include self-inflicted issues, but they'll never do that. They'll never well, it's like that. people who no, smoke and then get lung cancer. It's well, like, I mean, how'd that happen? why should people pay for your vice? Well, so that was like, remember when David Crosby, um, who had years and years of alcoholism, wound up winding up at the top of the list, I think, for a new liver, and yes. people were freaking out? Yeah, yep. that's like, if you do it to yourself, then you should, there should be consequences for your own and actions. Didn't Larry Hagman get a new liver, too? Yes, he yeah. did. He got a new liver as and well. And died about a year later. Yeah, so yeah, that didn't. Cool. Well, Donald Trump, I think, actually did something good yesterday. Okay. Um, he, I, I don't did know. Kristen what, just hang up. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm Believe here. me, I, I was listening. I was like half listening to the news, and I'm like, I actually think this is a really good thing. He signed some sort of something that said that healthcare providers, um, medical providers, have to be transparent about their costs. They have mm-hmm. to disclose what it actually wonderful. costs that is to get That's this right. and that, that and the other thing, which is the first step to figuring out this. Disaster of yeah. a healthcare system. Well, and the disaster of the healthcare system, and may not be the providers. It may be the hospitals because every oh, yeah, yeah, every mm-hmm. hospital, every that. hospital, anywhere that I've seen has had a uh, either a five hundred million or multi billion dollar addition. Yep. You know, and, yeah, and, and right. it's always paid for by well, like their twenty dollar yeah. a piece tongue depressors. And, and a lot of times <laughs> the doctors don't know why things they send stuff to the lab because they have to send it to the lab. They don't have any idea why it costs the, the, what it does. Well, mm-hmm. one big thing that a lot of people don't know is that they overcharge on purpose because they know that it's going to go to insurance. Yeah. Right. Because they know that the insurance companies can afford it. They, so they, if you tell they, them you don't have insurance, yeah. they'll knock they'll See, usually knock a big chunk of it off because they're like, well, we'd rather get a, some you know, money. We'd rather money. get money than, you know, well, cause no I, money. Yeah, because I went through that. You know, like those cash services, like a minute clinic or something, mm-hmm. if you feel like you got an inter- ear infection, you can go in there and pay cash, like 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you have insurance, they accept insurance. Well, if your insurance doesn't cover those, you know, minute clinics or whatever – they end up charging the insurance company double, and then the insurance company would yep. sends the bill back to you. So instead of paying $70 cash, you're going to get a bill from your insurance company for $180. Oh, yeah. A lot of times it's better mm-hmm. to go in, and especially if you're not meeting your deductible, to just go in and say, I don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Then get yeah, the right, bill and right. then submit it yourself. Yep. Because you'll get a much better yep. rate. Isn't that isn't that just the most stupid way? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's like they run healthcare like the airlines. Nobody knows why this seat costs Fifty dollars, and the one right next to it costs seven. You know, seven hundred and fifty. I mean, tried, nobody knows. Have you ever tried to submit a claim to your no. health care insurance? No, because no. Like, they've never yeah. paid you for anything. You ain't got the numbers. You got to <laughs> have the numbers right. Got to have the number. The codes right. You don't got the codes right. Oh, I, oh, I can't pay it. Don't oh got the codes my right. God. God help us. We'll be right back because I have a question for Ralph and then a statement to make about uh, about. <laughs> Healthcare My coverage response. for somebody. Yeah, no, I, I got to find out proof from you. And this, it's not a political thing. It's just something that happened, and I don't really understand why it happened. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me... 
not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. We do need to mention that today is the day 10 years ago Michael Jackson died and somebody else died 10 years ago today. Who was that? Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. God rest her soul. She was uh, overshadowed by Michael Jackson. Uh, Not to me, she wasn't. Oh, really? No. Because every time I think of John Travolta having her post their picture on the wall on a poster and... He sits up in bed and shoves his hand down his pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I was in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Oh. He sits up in bed the and perverted puts part. his hand. It wasn't perverted. He was just adjusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. How many seconds before it changed from adjustment to perversion? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. Way. Well, that's what, true. What, 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 oh, no. Um, Kristen would know this. What are the Hollywood uh, criteria, the, you know, the sensor criteria for how long you'd have your pants, hands in the front of your pants before it's, uh, you know, Perverted. How do you get anal cancer, by the way? From, uh, what is uh, it? Is it HPV or chlamydia? Uh, I think it's HPV. Anal sex. Yeah. Well, well and that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, that's true. But guys don't, you know, uh, the gay guys don't necessarily get, uh, I don't know if there's an increased true. risk of that. Yeah, with and, oh, yeah. It's uh, HPV is like, it's responsible for nearly all anal cancers. Okay, so there you go. It's a venereal disease, basically. Oh, so why aren't guys okay. getting vaccinated for that? Why are, are they? Are boys? Yeah. No, they don't even test for it. They can't test for men. It's weird. They can't. No. And men are the carriers. They're screening of women every time you go to the doctor. And yeah, there's now. immunization for it. Don't they immunize I infants think they, now? I thought it was just women. I think they do have immunizations for men, boys when they're young, um, but like men, they have no screening test for men. But yet, you're, they're the carriers that give women HPV. It's weird. Typical. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. The human well, I mean, where did they get it in the first place, though? From a woman. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's, one of oh. it's kind of a back and forth. Oh, oh, oh. Right. You should see his oh. mother looking at him right now. All right. Little sexist pig. Mom, you just looking at son. Well, no, men are men aren't as affected by HPV as women. Women are more susceptible to getting cancers from it versus men. Men can get penis cancer from it. Wiener cancer? Yeah. Uh, I don't want wiener cancer. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, well, those things. Those are scary. Well, just like breast cancer. That is when that's no. a deforming. Deforming surgery, so mm-hmm. let's not get that. I can't yeah. remember who the comedian was, but you remember Elvis Presley's song, Bossa Nova? Mm-hmm. This comedian redid it as Papilloma. <laughs> we used to play that on KQ. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did indeed. So, uh, just very quickly back to, to health insurance. Um, Ralph, when did Medicare kick in? Wasn't it uh, like 1966, yeah. something like that? it was in the 60s. And, uh, it was, yeah. and, and it was and, glorious. And physicians made a killing with it, just yes, made a killing. And then the government said, hey, you can't make that much money, and they start cranking it down. They've been cranking it down ever oh, since. Yeah. Well, so basically for 51 years now, I've been paying into Medicare and Social Security, which is basically, you know, they're hand in glove, aren't they? Yeah. So I've been paying it for 51 years. When I got off the family health care plan, uh, for me, they were paying $1,100 a month, right? That's how much it cost to buy private insurance, which pretty much covered everything, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as they put me on Medicare, my bill last month, and they told me it was going to be about $130 a month. That was going to be Part A and Part B and all that, Plan A and Plan oh, B. No. My bill uh, last month was $800, for your premium? Well, for my premium was $800 for Medicare. Mm. So where did all that money go that I paid in for 51 years? And for everybody else to have Medicare. Yep. Oh, God. So, so I pay it in and you get to use it. Well, that's what they're all freaking out about because, um, like Kristen was talking about, people that are working w- without paying into the system. Some, right. A lot of people are working for cash and not paying in. It's it's that generation that's taking care of the generation that's taking the benefits now. Yeah, that's right. Those benefits that you mm-hmm. paid in for are gone. They've already paid for everybody else. So now that I'm ready. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, they get really pissy about it, too. You have to fill this out every month or otherwise we're going to cancel your Medicare. It's like, what? Mm. 
What are you talking Why about? Not? As taxes keep going up and up Ugh. and up, we're going to continue being more of a more of a cash society. Yeah, we are. It's true. And I don't know what's going to happen. But hey, some look. but some businesses are going cash free. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, they've tried that in a bunch of different places, and they're ruling that illegal. That you can't say you're not going to take cash. Well, that's what it says on the money. It says on the money, all uh, good for all debts, private and public. Well, all they're trying to do is eliminate <laughs> eliminate. Um, fraud in their own companies. That's really all they're trying to do. Like, Not in radio. Yeah, like they love bars and you know coffee companies and stuff. They can't. <laughs> no they can't. Radio. They can't afford to take the hit when people start stealing money. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I suppose that is true. So, um, Kristen, mm-hmm. we went and saw Toy Story Four on Thursday. Loved it. Yes. Thought it was I knew you would love it. Oh, it was great. It was really, Catherine loved it. I loved it. Not one. Now, here's what I love about this, Kristen, because this has not happened to Catherine and me in a few years. And certainly Andy and I went to a movie last year, and it happened too. During Toy Story 4, the, the theater was pretty much full, cl- very close to full anyway. Yeah, and we went like on a, when, Thursday? Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night, night. Yeah. yep. So it's pretty much full. There were little children. There were grandma and grandpa. There were mom and dad. There were all kinds of people in there. During the entire one hour and 40 minute run of the movie, not one person ran up and down the aisles, not one person checked their phone, and not one person started talking. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It was amazing. It was wonderful. Not in, not one good. person. It, when, how great it's is a that? It's theater experience. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. No, and it the doesn't phone anymore. thing drives me bananas, and people will lift their phone up three and four times during a film, and I will call them out on it. I have no so problem with that. Catherine calls him out by saying, get off your effing phone or I'll have my husband kill you. I do not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Throw you through the screen. Exactly. But, yeah, Toy Story 4 was just terrific. I thought, you know, Don Rickles, they, they lifted one of his lines. I think he only had one line in the movie, as Mr. Potato had, but still hearing the voice of Don Rickles was very cool. I like the, the ventriloquist dummies, those Ugh. evil little bastards. They were creepy, <laughs> they were creepy right? So they were, creepy. They were really creepy. Chucky. Chucky looking. Yeah, they were pretty much <laughs> Chucky looking. But very sweet and very innocent. And people just, you know, showing affection and love for one another without any, you know, bill to pay uh, emotionally. It was terrific. I, mm-hmm. I, we really, really liked it a lot. And so, all, all my kids are walking around going, trash. 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh, stop with the trash talk. I'm not a toy. I'm trash. I'm Bonnie. That's hilarious. <laughs> Very trash. cute. It was cute. That was so great. Do you think that'll be the last one, Kristen? I almost think that they're going to start another generation of it, maybe yep. with Jesse mm-hmm. leading the way. Don't you? Didn't yep. it feel like a oh. passing of the baton? Kind of looked like it. Yeah, because he kept giving her the sheriff's badge, or he did it once, and then the little girl took it once. God, I got Fawny to laugh so hard. Because we we got together over the weekend, went went up to a friend's cabin, Katie and Dana Harms. It was very nice. Went up and spent them. But but Fawn was talking to me, and all of a sudden I looked at her and went, there's a snake in my boot. And she started (laughs) roaring laughing. And she, she doesn't even understand what you were talking about. Well, no, Toy Story's on television now. But she hasn't watched it. Oh, they haven't, she hasn't watched no. it at all? Well, she thought it was hilarious, so I thought she had heard it already. No, she, she listens to a lot of the Disney music, but right. she doesn't see a lot of the movie. She's, not, she's only just turned yeah, three. Just she's turned not three, really yeah. old enough for a lot of it. Well, as soon as she stops punching everyone, I think she can then start watching Toy Story. She is her grandfather's have... granddaughter. Oh! I wouldn't say that about Dick if I were you. That's not very nice. Everyone's calling you out. We have a Woody doll, and every once in a while it'd go off, and all of a sudden you hear that, there's a snake in my boot. I'm like, oh my God, it scares the crap out. And Buzz Lightyear, too. Though I just recently had to throw Buzz in the garbage because oh. his trash. Leg, he's trash. He's trash now, his just leg like Spoonie broke off. or Forky. I mean. That doesn't make him trash. Uh, it's shattered. Oh, it's shards of plastic it. everywhere. Oh, oh. You'll like this. Thing. Your kids are growing up. I they know. Are <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. That's what it means. Last March, we uh, the family went to uh, Disney World. Andy didn't come down, and Melissa didn't come down, but everybody else came down. And uh, Fawn got to meet everybody. And when she met Buzz Lightyear, we were walking away, and she goes, Bop, Bop, high five Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> 
So I went back and gave him a high five. Oh, and she was very happy about that. I high five Buzz Lightyear. That right stuff there. is such a joy, watching little children when Andy was little, when Alex was little, and now the grandkids. It's just a joy to watch how happy they are. It just it is oh, wonderful. The characters so mean a lot. Oh, I, they, God, you, know, yeah. you can sit there and be like, it's so much money that I spend in the gift shop, and it's hot and crazy at Disney World. But I have to say some of my favorite childhood memories were of those vacations. I didn't notice the line. I'm sure my parents did. No, but, no it's true. Um, I had so, I mean, Winnie the Pooh, I wanted to meet Winnie the Pooh every single time I went down there. That was great. Yeah, it's, well, Winnie the Pooh's one of the greatest of all time anyway. Who was that? Was that Edward Everett Horton that did that voice? I don't know. I can't remember who it was. Well, you know, you're saying the Toy Story, Toy Story is, part, is part of Disney. How many other franchises does Disney own besides Every, Star Wars? Oh, my God. <laughs> all of them? Yeah. They oh, own my. everything now. They own Pixar. They yeah, own they everything bought, now. Yeah, they own yeah, Pixar. See, we are huge Toy Oh, see, look at that. That's my youngest oh, boy. How cute is that? He loved Buzz Lightyear. Oh, he's got the little outfit. Yes, Fawny may or may yeah. not have received a few princess mm-hmm. <laughs> outfits in Disney World. Yeah, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> and she wears them all the time. She's like, I've got my Anna dress on. The best time to get like costumes, because kids like to dress up in costumes and just play around in sure. princess dresses or my son Buzz Lightyear. Go to like a Walmart after Halloween, you can get Halloween costumes for oh, like seventy five percent off. That I Buzz Lightyear costume was normally like twenty five bucks. I got it the year before after Halloween for six dollars. We did the same thing. Nice. But you're, but you're risking your kid not being into that character by the following year. Oh, he! If I paid for it, he's going to be into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> now we understand. But Mom, exactly none of my about. friends like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But I will tell you, honest to God, Kristen, we're down in Disney World, and so I'm walking around with Fawny, and she goes, Bop Bop, isn't that a pretty dress? Okay, I'll buy it for you. Isn't that, aren't those cute little dolls? She, what, it, honest to God. I know, we had to start tying Tom's hands down so he wouldn't reach for his wallet. Honest to God. She had about 15 dolls and about seven dresses. Yes. And, yeah, you know, I had to mortgage the house to pay it off, but, you know. Hey, you got Disney That's World money. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I just, yeah, well, that that is being a grandpa as far as I'm concerned. I just, what a wonderful place. Uh, there are people who do not like Disney World or Disneyland. I don't I get it. I hate it when it's crowded. Well, I it's really have to say I hate it when it's crowded. I do understand that, absolutely, because it's a little overwhelming, but uh, by the same, oh, God, one thing that did happen to me, we were eating at an outdoor thing, and it was, I don't, where, where was that? Where we sat there in those bench seats, those big, thick bench seats when they had the little bench stools and the whole deal. Oh, yeah, that was almost to Tomorrowland. I don't remember yes. the name of front. I don't know. The guy did not do it on purpose, but as I'm leaving, I'm looking at Catherine, the back of Catherine's head, and the guy didn't do it on purpose. He didn't see me coming. He kicked one of the stools out in the aisle and it hit me right in the shin. Ooh, oh, my Ooh. God, did that hurt. It's like this three-inch piece of wood just smacked yeah, me right in the and, shin. And they've got that pre-order app now where you can, you know, yeah. supposedly order your food and then just go pick it up. Not so much when it's busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're still standing there in a hot place well, no. for like an hour waiting for your food. They they really do need to do better, I think, with the the food services there. Well, Catherine it's like hard I, to get fed there when it's busy. Oh, when it's busy, it's hard. It's You're hard. right about that. Yeah. Catherine and I have been together now for 38 years, going on 39 years, and I think we've been to Disney World about 138 times in that we 38 have been there a years. Lot. We've gone a lot. Well, we've gone every year recently, haven't yeah, we? Lately. Pretty much. And when the train, when we get that oh, train that goes from our line. house right up to Orlando. I mean, the, what, what is it? The, what's it called now? The Well, it's the Bright Line. It's going to be Virgin Train. Virgin Train, yeah. Um, right. Because he, I think he bought 60%. Or, I think that's right. No, yeah. he didn't buy the majority. 45% or something like that. But I'm going to be like on that app, oh, seeing what the God, crowd, yes. what the crowds are like. Oh, yeah. And if it's low clou- clouds, crowds, just run up to Disney for the day. Yeah, well, just two, uh, one and a half block walk to the train station. You take the train either all the way down to Miami or all the way up to Orlando. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Nice. Well, why is Florida? That's it, awesome. Why is Florida getting into uh, the good trains? and? Because it's or, private. Private, no government money. Yep, it's all. Mm-hmm. No, they're using 
existing tracks, though. They are. They've negotiated, and the right. government's actually making money off yes, of it. Yes, the government's making money off the huh. deal. So they'll piss that away, and then they'll pass on the bill to us. I'm sure that's what happened. But, no, it, it, that's the whole thing. You, you can laugh about, you know, E. Jean Carroll and, and Donald Trump making outrageous statements. Nobody thinks it's funny if... If he either did molest her or she's lying and claimed he did and he didn't, either way, that's a terribly sad story. Yes. But the disgusting part is what both of them said. Then you got the other thing. Then you got Harry and Meghan just handing the taxpayers of England a $3 million bill. But then you come around to talking about Disney World and Disneyland and life is so much better. That's right. Now we're talking. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I love this song. It's a great song. Do you have anything that Farrah Fawcett sings? I don't think. Did she? I don't think so. She did know. like exercise videos, didn't she? I have no I idea. I know Jane Fonda did. Suzanne Somers did, but didn't Farrah? Uh, huh. I'm trying to think if she did. She had to get into that jazz exercise. <laughs> the Tazzercise craze. <laughs> um, very quick headline as we move on after the headline. I just have to ask this question. Marcos Acarte, Marcus uh, Acarte, 23, uh, hit on a woman. He, he hit on her. He wanted to go out with her. wanted to do something with her. And she rejected him. So what did he do? The right. so 23-year-old guy, the woman says, no, I'm really not interested. He said, you're not that pretty anyway. Nope, much worse than that. He shot her baby in the head. <gasps> oh, what? my God. Shot her baby right in the head. What is oh wrong God. with the world right now? That's a true story. Yikes. Uh, unbelievable. That is horrible. That's a where, terrible story. Where did, where did this occur? This happened in, uh, let me see. Oh, no wonder she turned him down. He's homely as hell. Um, California happened in Cal, Cal Fresno, Fresno, California. Fres, rough place. Yeah, that's what I understand. Fresno's pretty rough now, huh? Yeah, that's unfortunate. So back to the happy times of Kristen Burt being on the show. I want your early take on yesterday. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet because guess what? The screening was last night, and I was supposed to land at 3 p.m. Oh. What time did I land? Oh. 9 p.m. Oh, no. oh, so you missed out on yesterday because of that. Mm. Yep, 9 p.m. I'm going <laughs> tonight. United. You're going tonight? Yep, that's why I got my Beatles shirt on. Oh, there you go, yesterday. It looks really, I'm excited, really though. I have to say that. This is the stuff that excites me in summer because, sure. you know, we always talk about the big, huge movies, and I don't really enjoy them all that much. So when we have a smaller indie movie, I'm right there. So I'll probably go and pay for it at the box office just to help it out a little bit because I miss the screening, and I'm, I was looking forward to it. 
unbelievably good at I, the, look the promos for it the trailers for it like make it look really really good and he he what he goes into a coma and then comes out of a coma and nobody knows who the Beatles are is There's that a what power it is? outage and then when the power oh, comes oh just back, a power you know? outage mm-hmm. why would a power outage erase everyone's memory but his who knows uh, that part doesn't make much sense but he becomes very very wealthy performing their music which they think is his music mm-hmm. right. So, I don't know. Yeah, and then they change, like, you know, Hey Jude. You see in the, the trailer, they're like, how about Hey Dude? <laughs> hey Dude. <laughs> yes. It works very well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, I am looking forward to seeing that movie, and maybe we should go to that Thursday night, honey. Yep, we could do that. Go Thursday night. You know, we're headed to Switzerland this weekend, so that ought to be interesting. They're having a heat wave. A tropical heat wave. It's like in the 90s there or something? I think it's going to be maybe close to 100. I would, like to point out, <laughs> I would like to point out my own attorney, Chris Maddell, said, they're going to let you into Switzerland? Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. We're immense. sneaking well, across you, the border. You're not, you're not in <laughs> yeah. Switzerland yet. Uh, well, that's, that right. that's true. That's very, very true. Uh, yeah, no question about it. A friend of mine told me he's no longer allowed in Switzerland. Why? What did he do? Because apparently he had to question the uh, Swiss ambassador to the United States, and he got pretty rough with him, and the guy said, you just committed a crime in Switzerland by talking to me like that, so you are no longer welcome in our country. Wow. <laughs> he can't even go there. Well, I'll be crossing the Alps. <laughs> I'll have my pinafore on. And... be the ha- Hannibal of the... Com- the, the, the I was thinking more of Sound of Music. Oh, the Sound of Music, that's true. <laughs> so... Yesterday, you're going to see... When, when are you going to go see it, Kristen? Um, I'll probably go this weekend, because I have this weekend off. I'm not flying anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's good. So you can go this weekend. Catherine and I will go Thursday night. Cassie's going tonight. Um, and then there's another movie. I do want to see The Life of Pets, too. Is that any good? The it's Secret fine. Life of Pets? It's not as good as the first one. Oh, no. it's not? No. no. Uh, well, then yeah. I won't go see it. Yeah, it wasn't as strong. But the other movies, I was looking at eight out of the ten, top, the top ten movies, eight of the ten are based on fantasy or they're part two, three, or four. It's because reality bites, Yeah, man. and there's been a lot of talk. If, you're, if you look at all the trades like Variety and Hollywood Reporter, they're talking a lot this summer about the franchise fatigue and that people aren't going to the movies. But people no. also aren't going to the movies to see original films either. And I think well, this is where we're really feeling the streaming effect because yeah, why should I go true. somewhere? One person, honestly, it costs, at least in Los Angeles, it's probably about $30 if I have the full movie experience of yeah. like buying a ticket, getting movie popcorn and a soda, yeah. and by the time you're all yeah. done, maybe pay for parking. Only 30 it's expensive. Wow. Well, well, popcorn well, alone is like $15. You got to sign up for those $5 Tuesdays. Yeah, so, really. So will streaming services do what uh, DVDs, no, right. DVD, no, what VHS, right, VHS did to drive-ins? Yeah, mm, it might. Oh, I, yeah. I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. I could see it happening. Because more and more theaters are putting in the luxury seats and trying to yeah, you know, they, provide other services. The alcohol. only way they can survive is by providing something that you can't get at home. Well, what can, which, I, well, what can they give me that I can't well, get at home? Well, the luxury seats are a good start because most people aren't, they don't have space or the money to buy, you know, a yeah, thousand-dollar anyway. recliner. They, they sit in them anyway when they come to the theater. You and I paid for our special oh. reclining seats. Well, most and theaters are. The other most one. theaters are putting those just as all the seats. Yeah, they're going to have to be all the seats. They're no have one to eventually. Yeah, because I mean, true. no one's going to want to sit in a uncomfortable plastic chair to do the same thing that they could do at home on their couch. Yeah, that's very. And true. I noticed that they're having um, <clears throat> senior Mondays. Just student Wednesdays. Monday. Don't look at me when you say all these student for, senior Mondays. All these things for five dollars. So yeah, I yeah. mean, they're trying to not get people in LA. I bet they're going to be <laughs> doing it pretty soon if they're not filling seats. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I'd be running to the theater on a five dollar Monday. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to have the card. You got to get the card. You got to be yeah, in the you club have to get the card. Well, That's two, true. Five dollar Tuesdays are open for everybody, and then well, I thought it was seniors. Seniors is Monday, I think, okay. and Wednesday was some students. Students, yeah, you had to have a student ID. Tuesday. That's just five dollar or six dollar movie night or yeah, something. And, and every night, time yeah. I've gone on a Tuesday, which is now three times, it's been packed. They're packed. Yeah, yeah they are. 
So That's very true. They are bringing people in. Here's the problem I have, because I love going to the movies. I loved going to the movies as a kid, because it literally was an escape from reality. It was wonderful. But now you go, people are talking, they're making noise, they're on their phones, they're running yeah, up and down the stairs. You can't even walk. I love going to the movies. There's a theater here called the Alamo. It's over in Woodbury, which is a, a suburb of St. Paul. It's called the mm-hmm. Alamo Theater. One time, you on your phone, you talk, you interrupt people or whatever, you can never come back. Which I think I is I love wonderful. that idea. It's a phenomenal Bye. idea. Then do they post your photo on a... <laughs> Probably. Like your, 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 yeah, like the post your, office. Like your check that bounced in the <laughs> convenience store. Right. Yeah, exactly. But people are telling me that it works. I have not been there yet, but people are telling me it really works because people, it's a great theater. Apparently they have dinner served if you want it. They have yeah. drinks. They got yeah. wonderfully comfortable chairs. They will not tolerate bad behavior. You got to go. Well, that's what they're going to have to start doing because you. I mean, I don't even know if we'll go back to that theater down that we that oh, we can God walk no. to down in Florida. No, it's, it's great because we can walk there. They always have all the first run place. movies. Yeah. Really great place, and they're, the people that go there are just so badly behaved. They are, terrible. and the staff doesn't care. Yeah, Kristen brought up that the, the, the term theater experience, where you're with a group. It's a communal kind of experience yeah, yep. with a number mm-hmm. of people. Where people are quiet, and you, you, there's a feel to that. Whether you're listening to opera, going to a play, going to a movie, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and after you said that, I, I never appreciated just how important that. Is because it really is a um, part of going going to the movie. It's it's part of that experience. It's like when you go to a sporting event, you know, it, it, it's more than just going to see the sporting event. It's what else is going on around you and everything else. So that's a real thing. Interesting. One of the greatest things I've ever experienced is we're down at that theater in West Palm Beach, and a guy gets on his phone, and Catherine looks over, and she, you know, she mentions maybe she get off your phone or whatever. And then eventually she goes, get the hell off your phone. And the guy's response was, well, what's the difference? I've been on it for the whole movie. He was on his phone the entire movie until Catherine finally said, get off your phone. Why are you there? And the first thing he does, too, is backtalk. It's like you're doing something wrong. Just shut up and stop it. This this is what I would do. I would approach that differently. I would approach this entirely differently. I would then get up. If someone's on their phone, someone's talking, I would get up from your seat. I would go out and say, I want my money back for this ticket because people were on their phone talking in the theater. Yeah, there you go. Get your money back, go back and watch the movie. Well, That's why we do that. You think because, that you would give well, why would you, why, back? Why should you be the policeman? Why should you be the person right. enforcing rules that are not being enforced? No, you should go and let the theater do that. The theater can throw these people out, and you just say, I want my money back because people are on the phone. They're interrupting this whole thing. It's been a terrible experience for me. And they cry. Ben, yeah, you cry because that always does it. And then, boom. You got to you got to hit everybody in the pocketbook before anything. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't enforce the rules. I wouldn't speak to anybody because people are a little nutty. So, Kristen, well, that is true. Yeah. When did the movie yeah. Mulholland Drive come out? Oh, I want to say that that was 2000 or 2001. Okay, so right around there. We'll say because 20, I was on the right SAG nominating committee that year. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so God. we'll say just just short of 20 years. 2001. Right? Well, 2001. 2001. There you go. Correct. So 18 years ago. Yeah. I was at the theater in Hopkins, not the one that's there now, but where it used to be. I was seeing Mulholland Drive, and there were these three young kids. They were in their early 20s, probably. And all three of them would not shut up. They just kept talking, in full voice, by the way, not whispering. They would just go, so what do you think of it so far? What do they mean? What's Mulholland Drive? They're doing that, the whole deal, right? Yeah. So I finally had enough. I stood up and said, shut the F up. And they came and got me, (laughs) escorted me out of the theater. They kicked me out. Well, maybe if you had sworn. <laughs> you see, wow. So the alternate, well, alternate well, would have been if you go ask, you, know, you go out yeah. and say, okay, I have no, my money right. back. Yep. You would have watched the movie, had your money back, and they can figure it out from there. No, you're absolutely right. It, it's just so disgusting. And in the last 20 years, it's gotten really bad. It's too bad because I love going to the movies. It's fun. We went to Toy Story 4 last Thursday, had an absolute ball, had a wonderful dinner. Went to dinner, went uh, to a show. Saw a movie. It was just fantastic nice thing to do on a hot summer night yeah exactly so that's all we just want a little peace and quiet we want to enjoy the movie without you being on your phone lighting because one person uh phone goes off it lights up the whole damn auditorium well yeah now the phones are the size of ipads (laughs) jesus get those gigantic galaxy things out it's like why don't you just bring a spotlight in with you yeah unbelievable but 
You know, it's they're going to drive people away from the theater. And I'd hate to see it because I, I have all these theaters that I just love to go to. Catherine and I go to the Icon. We go to a Southbridge Crossing, a Marcus Theater, which is just wonderful. But, but people have got to shut up. you got to get off your phone, and you got to shut up. The one over by Jade Fountain just turned into a... Um, what the heck is it? It was a it was a it was a franchise and like an individual <clears throat> person bought like four different theaters and upgraded them all and put Jade in the Jade Fountain. There's no theater near Jade Fountain. Not Jade Fountain. The other one. Oh, you're talking about uh, um, the one over in Plymouth. Yeah, off Betty Crocker Parkway. What is that called? You're, Chinese you're, restaurant. You're mixing your uh, Asian mixing culinary the, metaphor. Yeah, Catherine. Well, it, way to go. It is an it is another Asian. We're all very upset. But yeah, not, what but the an, hell's in, it called? Yeah, but a family bought. Like three theaters. Yeah, they did. And right? I'm like, really? That's a huge financial risk if a franchise can't make you it. You would think so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think it's. Uh, I think it's a really good idea. You know, just to shut the hell up so we can enjoy the movie, and then you can go run your mouth once you're in the car going home. What about that? Yeah, or if it's just so important to talk, just go out. They've got lounges now where lounges. you can just sit and chat. No, no booze it up. I, the solution: you go out and ask for your money back. Boom. That's it. And then go back and watch. And I'm gonna watch the movie too. There back. you go. Because last time we went to that theater, I, I said, you and know, every popcorn. time we come now to this theater, we're having really bad experiences with people being rude and um, on their phones talking. And the guy just was like, "Yeah, it's really become a big problem." Yeah, that's all he said. That's it's what he said. Really become a big. <laughs> that's problem. what he said. We're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> I, I suppose they it's don't want to get business, but then. it's ruining their business. I know. I think. You're absolutely right. Look, Hollywood's ruining their business because the movies are horrendous, first of all. There are a couple of good ones here and there. But most movies, I'm not going to superhero movies, and I, you know, I don't want to see, uh, you know, Angry Birds Part 85. You know, I just have no interest in that. Get some good movies out there. Some good act- There are some good actors out there. Are, are, there, are there any blockbusters com- any, in the summer, any more blockbusters coming out? Oh, there's tons. I mean, the next big movie is this latest Spider-Man. Oh, right. Okay. That'll be out for 4th of July weekend. Um, so that's going to be the big one we're going to hear about with the, you know, for the next couple weeks. But, yeah, I mean, every weekend in the summer is usually like blockbuster, blockbuster. And that's what we're seeing is we're seeing right. blockbuster and franchise fatigue because of that. Well, I've got, once again, that Kristen Bird hour goes by the fastest of any hour all oh week goodness. long. It's unbelievable. Yes, it did. All you do is deliver. That's all. Does I'm he saying. say this to every other guest? That's what I want to know. No, nope, just you. Just you. You're the only one. All right. Number That's one. The guest. only one. The only one. All right. We'll have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, I think. All right. You're off for the fourth? Yep. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you in two weeks, Ben. Bye. Bye. Kristen Bird. One of my favorite people out there in the world. She's She's been on the show, what, for seven years now? She's been here almost since the beginning. Yeah, she's amazing. Love working with her. We'll take a break. Be back in a few minutes with Hour 2 with the family.